Hello and welcome to the Massive Attack Podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Specials, 2022 edition. It is the continuation of my new friends coming on in replace of my regular co-host. So today, I welcome my friend Nick Evans to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks, Mitch. Is this your first podcast? I think it might be, actually. Oh, well, I feel honoured. Thank you for coming. I feel like my arm has been twisted, but that's all right. Thanks for hosting. Okay, fair enough. And I asked you, do you want to talk about Christmas specials? You said yes. How was that twisting an arm? You were looming over me at the time. Oh, fair enough. Okay. As we are doing it this year, I'm sort of I have a little questionnaire for yep. everyone to about Christmas about, about Christmas. your about you and your Christmas in particular. So I did pre-warn with the questions. I don't know if you read them or not. Or yeah, I sort of did, but then I forgot about them. That's all right. Because I've been busy. Yes, because I did it to a friend last night and asked him, and he just said I didn't want to read it. Oh, yeah, no, well, I'm not going to work yeah. that way. <laughs> it's yeah. like so, yeah. yeah, he just did his own thing. We'll start with: Do you have a favourite Christmas song? No, I don't no. think I do. I've got some Christmas songs I really, really hate. Oh, we'll get to but, that. Yeah, we'll get to those, yeah. No, but I don't really have a Christmas song. No. You're not, so you're not very Christmassy? I'm not very Christmassy, no. Oh, no. okay. No, it's, we're a small family. Christmas was kind of, you know, you know, for the first, you know, my little brother's 12 years younger than me, so Christmas for the, the, the early part of my childhood was just me and my parents, and yep. it wasn't really a big deal, so I've never been a real kind of big family kind of Christmas thing, and that's what Christmases are about, right? Yeah, well, we'll find out. All right, so describe your perfect Christmas morning then. I like to kind of sleep through my Christmas mornings. Mm-hmm. Well, so my, my perfect Christmas morning is, you know, sleep until about half past ten, um, wake up, fruit, mince pies, um, if there's any left after Christmas Eve, and um, and then graze through the rest of the day. No, so I'm taking Christmas Eve as a bigger day. No, not right? really. No? I just I just have no self-control. <laughs> and if there, are, if there are fruit, mince pies in the house on Christmas Eve, then they don't generally last till Christmas okay. Day. Yeah. Now, now, you are... Of English descent, is that right? Uh, English born. Yes, yeah. so therefore the mince pie is a very... It's, you know, it's, it is Christmas, yeah? Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. Because I know Joe on previous, because we've watched a lot of Christmas specials and watching things like Bottom and things like that, that was, was all about the Brussels sprouts. I was like, what the... No, I think that's just Bottom, man. No, that was him. He, Joe backed it up. He's like, oh no, you've got to have Brussels sprouts on Christmas. It's what? like, really? You don't have to have Brussels sprouts ever. That's what I thought. But, I'm yeah. reasonably confident that <laughs> Brussels sprouts are just about fart jokes, right? But, oh, okay. Uh, but, I, but I don't know, but I don't know Joe, so, yeah, you know, that, but yeah. Yeah, um, It certainly was not, I don't know what part of England Joe is from, but in the Midlands, where I am from, yes. I do not recall Brussels sprouts being a thing. Good, I can, I'll let him know. Yeah, you do. Because we've had a big fight on David Chai-Tees as well. Okay. About cream, then jam, or jam, then cream. Yeah, not sufficiently English. Well, look, when you come out, I came out when I was six, so, yeah. you know, I, I don't know that I had a strong view about the order in which well, we jam did. and cream <laughs> should go on. Yeah, well, the next question was, do you have any Christmas foods? Now, was it the mince pie or was that just part of yeah, it? Yeah, the mince pies and the, um, and look, you know, you get a bit Australian. I, you know, I do like a pav. Yep. Yep. With a, with a, uh, with a passion fruit seeds from the can, mm. only from the can, not oh, from yeah. the actual passion fruit. And, uh, and cream, I want to say. Yeah, but, mm. you know, a bit of pav. Pav is good. Especially in summer. I mean, that's the thing. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's the it's the it is the kind of the you know the the nod to the Australian summer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Christmas foods are heavy. They're for winter. They're yeah, the mostly, traditional ones. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. A roast turkey and the rest. So I don't mind like a, a bit of store bought turkey. I don't really understand this cranberry stuff, but I think it's an American thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cranberry yeah. sauces. I don't, know, I don't see the I point of it. Thanksgiving, but yeah, yep. cross it yes. over. Now, the question is, when does your tree go up and when does it come down? No yep. tree. No <laughs> tree. <enough. laughs> Just can't remember the last time I had a tree. Certainly haven't had one, I don't think, as an adult. Oh, I'm, no, maybe I'd, maybe when I was living with a former girlfriend a couple of decades ago, maybe we had a tree. Yeah. But I don't think I've, I certainly haven't had a tree in the last 20 years, I don't reckon. No, fair enough. What is the most stressful part of Christmas for you? The, the last minute trying to find something to buy somebody. 
Yep. Particularly when you're an adult and you, you own everything that you can usefully own and you run out of ideas about five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the most stressful thing. Okay. And do you do anything special on a Christmas Eve? Not really, no. No? No. No, look, I am like the, not Andy Christmas, not like just just Mr. Dull Christmas. Yeah. Like I just, you know, kind of a, a nod to the fact that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but and also, I mean, I work around the holiday season, so um, I usually want, depending on what day it is, I usually want to work in Christmas okay. Eve, but yep. not Christmas Day, yeah. But then quite often I can be back at work on Boxing Day, so. It sucks. Yeah, I've worked every, for my working life, I've had that week and a half, two week break over yeah. that Christmas period. So it's just Yeah. You know, I, it's a transition yeah. from school holidays when you go to school and you've got the seven week break. Yep. It's just that long yellow summer. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just cricket and nothing. Yeah, and I haven't had that in I don't know, the fifteen years I've been working as a journalist because that's the traditional kind of thing that journalists do, mm. particularly print journalists do, is we get six weeks annual leave but no public holidays, with the exception of mandatory stat, you know, statutory ones around yeah. Yeah, you know, Christmas, sometimes Boxing Day, um, and one or two days at Easter. So. That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go back to as a kid. Maybe you were into Christmas back then. I don't know. Mm. But did, was there ever a particular Christmas present you wanted? Or maybe as an adult you wanted? I don't know. What I wanted when I was a kid, when I was about 10, it's the only one I can clear. I was thinking about This is one I did think about because I couldn't, yeah. couldn't. But when I was about 10, I'd read the read all of the Gerald Durrell um, Greek books in Greece, the Corfu books. Yeah, which are a television series now called The Durrells, which have got very little to do with the Jerry Durrell books okay. about him as a kid who liked to collect pets and ants and study. You mm-hmm. know, he was quite a famous kind of naturalist and as a kid after I'd read those books when I was about 10 or 11 I really 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 wanted a pair of binoculars and that was that's the only thing I can ever remember actually really ever like strongly really wanting so I was the same I watched well not the same at all I used to watch um, the famous five and they had these square torches mm-hmm. and it was like I've got round torches because I want those torches I, was, I don't know there was something I always wanted they were probably crap but it was just yep, like yep, something yep. I saw on TV, no, and that's I, what I wanted. As a kid, as a kid, I really wanted a torch as well. I, look, and then you know, when my parents pointed out that we did own a torch, and it really wasn't actually as much fun as I thought it was. But I did get a pair of binoculars. I got a oh, very, yeah, which again, not actually that much use when you're ten. Yeah. <laughs> on the whole, living suburban, like, yeah. like the yeah. famous five, I suppose. Yeah. It's like you need the adventure to go with the torch, you know. And like, you seem to think that, like you know, you'll get the adventure if you've got the torch yes. or the binoculars <laughs> or the compass or the pocket yeah. knife or the. And in fact, actually, what you need is a ring of smuggler. Um, yes, <laughs> and 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 they don't they don't occur very often yeah. in um, early post World War Two England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they probably weren't that common in early post World War Two England, but there's certainly a lot of them. Not a lot of them in Kelmscott in Western Australia in Perth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, had I been looking for the right things, what I was looking for is boatloads of smugglers. <laughs> Had I been looking for, I don't know, for example, drug dealers, I probably would have found a few. But you don't really learn how to spot your <laughs> suburban drug dealers from reading Famous Five books, which, on the whole, probably pretty lucky, yeah. Yeah, probably a good thing. <laughs> probably a good thing, because yeah, I, I don't think, you know, your, your neighbourhood kind of, you know, out of suburban meth dealer is, is merely going to tie you up as a child <laughs> and leave you in an abandoned came for your step-parents to find you a couple of days later. Yes. Yeah. Not in Claremont either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you've got some knives now. Maybe that survivalist instinct has um, continued on. Uh, yes, I, yes, I own quite a lot of knives. Thank you very much for bringing it up. Yes, because <laughs> no, I own a lot of knives because we all went crazy in Melbourne COVID lockdown, yeah. and everybody bought things. And um, well, for you it was battle cats, and for me yes. it was like pocket knives. Mm. Um, I now have about I don't know more than forty, less than fifty, I think. <laughs> I love turning up each week when we. we 
we'd catch up and play computer games and do these sort of things. It's like, uh, did I tell you about another knife? It's like, no, no, you didn't. It's like, yeah. What about this one? Did I tell you about this one? It's like, yeah. It went, you've slowed down, I must admit. I have slowed down. I haven't bought any. Uh, no, I, well, I, 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 I'm buying them at a slightly slower rate than perhaps I was. But they're better quality now. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. The last couple of the last couple of lots I bought were cheapies, actually. Um, no, no. I No, it's just that I've kind of run out of excuses and run out of things I can pretend that I want for the first time, you see. Mm. Um, whereas, you know, at a point there I could go, well, I want want one with this because I haven't got one with this particular you know blade shape or I've got one with this particular steel or I haven't got one made with this particular handle material or I haven't got one with this particular deployment method and, and I'm, I'm pretty much got the so you're the Pokemon of pocket knives is that right uh, got to collect them, them all well no I don't and I am kind of slowing down and I've given a fair few away to be fair yes oh that's fair yeah we are going to talk about a show soon, mm-hmm. but one of the shows we were going to talk about was Forged in Fire, which yep. is the knife-making game show. Yep. The, there were two Christmas episodes that we did watch. We, and did. we, we opted not to, but we, 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 we nearly did. Yeah, well, and I've got to say, Forged in Fire was at least partly responsible for like my knife-collecting habit because you know I watched a couple of episodes of that, really enjoyed it, and then went looking for more episodes on YouTube and then found a whole bunch of YouTube videos made by people collect knives talking about, like, folding knives on. And they're actually, well, some of them are more interesting than you think. Most of them are about as interesting as you might think if you're not somebody who collects pocket knives. However, they they were kind of odd because they're not kind of, I assume that, you know, YouTube or or podcasts or anything made by people who collect knives would be like, you know, kind of very American, kind of, you know, gods and guns, you know, god guns and knives kind of thing. And, you know, and there are some kind of, you know, hunt and fish and shooting kind of things on there, but mostly they're just pretty geeky kind of you know it, they may as well be talking about battle cats or you know any one of a number of like you know in-depth things with mm. loads of nuances but in fact actually what they're talking about is sharp influence yeah mm. um and, and collecting thereof yeah i mean it could be coins it could be model ships it could be it just happens to be knives and they happen to be the kind of geekish people who like connecting things and then talking about them in public yeah <laughs> Now, if you could be anywhere to celebrate Christmas, where would it be? I, if I could be anywhere, it would be somewhere in the middle of the open road on a motorbike, I think. Australia or anywhere? Doesn't matter. Um, I don't think it matters that much. Like, not too hot. So, you know, maybe not too, not too hot, not raining, but like, you know, just on the open, ho- uh, open road inside a helmet. Nice. Now, if you were Santa, what cookie would you like left out for you? I, what are those that you get them from? The, the macadamia and white chocolate ones from Subway. Oh yes, yeah. Or oh, look, if you could make them better than the, the subway variants, but, but that macadamia, but that yeah, nice. macadamia white, yeah, macadamia right. white chocolate. Now, where did Santa leave your presents back in the day? We had a Christmas tree when I was a kid, so underneath the Christmas tree, it was mm-hmm. like this brown plastic kind of. It was a very, very plastic, you know, yeah, very, very, very plastic. Not one of these kind of plastics that they make to try and pretend they're not the actual tree. This mm-hmm. was like just. Straight out no, plastic, not yeah. A trait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it out in the sun during Australian summer, and it would turn brittle and start to break. Kind okay. of, yep. yeah, real old school kind of plastic. Yeah, it's under the tree, under mm. the tree. All right. Now I think I know the answer to this. Is a cash or voucher acceptable as a Christmas gift? Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just run out of ideas, right? Yeah. You know, and and sometimes if you you know you want to be able to buy. It, as a gift for me, it is because sometimes I want to be able to buy boring nice. things, <laughs> either boring things I don't know how to explain to people, or things that I collect that I don't want to have to talk about in public. Yes. Um, yeah, so, so you know, sometimes you know, it's just one of those, you know. Look, yes, you gave me a uh, fifty dollars voucher, and uh, yes, I bought butter with it, right? So, 
can we, can, can we no longer discuss this? Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. good better. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, pr- probably not. Actually, it was, <laughs> it was. You know, again, you know, paid monthly, right? So sometimes you get back in back the back end of that, and it's like you're going through a wallet, going, "Look, I could transfer some money around. I have savings, but I don't lose the interest." Oh, look. <laughs> Here's a David Jones voucher I haven't touched for two years. I wonder if I wonder if they sell butter. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's an actual thing I've done. Um, and the final question, and you alluded to it before. Do you have a Christmas song or movie that you hate? Yeah. Look, um, actually, no. Can I can I just say I yeah. do have one that I love, but for, yes. but for very bad reasons. I had forgotten that. The one that I love is the Bing Crosby, David Bowie. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, little drummer boy, and because that is the most, if you and you awkward. have to watch the video, it <laughs> yes. is the most awkward thing ever recorded on the face of the planet, right? Yeah. So that I love because, mm-hmm. like, if I ever feel bad about myself being socially awkward, then <laughs> like I can just watch that and go, look, here are two very, very cool, very, very famous people from who different are, eras, from different eras, <laughs> who clearly have nothing in common yep. other than getting paid an absolute boatload of money to appear in the same video yep. and look awkward at each other. So that one I love okay, just yep. for the, just for the impact, and look. Most of the rest of the Christmas things I really don't like. You know, your traditional kind of Mariah Carey's and your... Um, oh, who's the other one? Um, uh, um, I want to say Michael Jordan, but it's George Michael, in fact, rather oh, than yes. Michael Jordan. Although I reckon Michael Jordan should, in fact, record White Christmas because that would be great. Um, or anything else, maybe, maybe not White Christmas. It sounds a bit racist. It wasn't my intent. Um, but Michael Jordan should do a Christmas song. In my and also, wasn't wasn't there, I think there was like an English football team that did a Christmas song one time. Probably. Like back in the year of the 70s when like Kevin Keegan and, mm. and those kind of guys were recording songs and things. I'm sure there was a Christmas song. Probably, because I know the Christmas number one in England is a big deal. So a lot of people do it, a lot of gimmicks ones, like Bob the Builder and Mr. Yep. Blobby. They've been there for the Christmas one, uh, number one. So I could always see a, a soccer team doing that, or football team, sorry, yeah. as you'd say, if yeah. you're talking in proper lingo. So any hate, did you say? Was just, oh, did you, oh, just all just, of them? Just, just generically one, kind yeah. of, you know, the entire kind of, you know, Christmas thing. I do love a traditional Christmas carol, particularly one of those ones recorded in a minor kind of minor key. Mm-hmm. You know, good King Wenceslas, you know, kind of that kind of, you know, yeah. Yep. And, and all your traditional kind of big choral numbers for, yeah. for Christmas. Carol of Bells is my fave, just because yeah. of the technical side of it. Just yeah. it's a, It just escalates nicely, but yes. Yeah. All right, so that, that's the end of the questions. Now we've just got a quick fire round of either ors. Yeah. So just, all right. So. Actually, I think, in fact, hmm. my childhood school choir recorded a Christmas album. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it is. Oh. I think my... I think I have it. I think I'd have it at the back of the house in Perth. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'll try and get you a copy. You can play <laughs> it as great. the intro. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, quick fire round. Either or: turkey or ham. Turkey. Carols by candlelight or carols in the domain. Neither. Neither. Yeah. Can I? Can I have neither? Yeah. You can have neither. Look, I, I do carols by candlelight because there's a better chance you can have a little snooze. Right, Carol Michael Bublé. Bublé. MCG Test or Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race. Uh, Boxing Day Test. Yeah, milk and cookies or beer and carrots left out for Santa. Look, I'm getting old. <laughs> can, can I have beer and cookies? Well, that's the thing because it's all about the parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and also, yeah, and also, I'm getting a little. As you get older, and I don't know if you've got this yet, but as you get older, when you become a middle-aged man, and you have to admit that you're a middle-aged man, you become a little more lactose intolerant, right? So the cookies are fine, but the, yeah, the but the milk bits, the milk, the milk mm. bit keeps you up at night. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Father Christmas or Santa Claus? Uh, Father Christmas. Up early or sleep in? Sleeping, gift wrapped or bag? Uh, yeah, look, pretty much a bag. Um, sometimes um, various partners of mine have gotten a little stroppy at the um, 
plastic bag wrapped whatever it was I bought um, and have insisted I've gift wrapped it um, and have then expressed some dissatisfaction at the newspaper or, or other options that I've, that I've chosen or, or even in some cases, the, um, or one particular case, the uh, me disappearing out there and using the wrapping in which my present came to, to, wrap, their, to wrap their present because I'd forgotten to do so a bit earlier on. So, yeah, look, um, uh, bag for preference. Oh, but by necessity, because like basically, I'm really disorganised and lazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nightmare before Christmas or the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, I think. Mm-hmm. Home Alone or Gremlins? Gremlins. Bad Santa or Jingle All the Way? Have you seen Bad either? Santa. Yep. Love Actually or a Christmas Prince? Look, I gotta <laughs> say, for for all of my complaining about Mariah Carey songs, mm-hmm. Love Actually. Yep. Yeah. And the last one. Sleep in or afternoon nap? Both. Yeah, can we not have both? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can, can, do, have, we can both. have both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because because you get because the good thing about turkey is it does it is turkey not one of the things that has that kind tryptophan. of yeah the tryptophan yeah so you 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 get up you have you have that for 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 lunch and then you have an afternoon nap and basically you can just pretty much not have to worry about Christmas until you get to the Boxing Day test and start having an argument about whether you're allowed to watch the Boxing Day test all day. Yeah. All day and the next four days, if it doesn't get died. When was the last time a Boxing Day test went the distance, though? I honestly couldn't tell you. I haven't watched it for so long. Yeah. I just know I always used to get rained down, and I don't know what it was, and I got angry at it eventually because I'd always fill it in with filling programming, yeah. so it would be New Hunt or Wings. So yeah. I have this distaste for Wings for some reason. Is that the one with... Um that was the one where they're in the airport, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But is that not the one where Deborah Messing was in at some point? Was she in the spin-out? She was in Ned and Spacing. Was that a spin-out from... I have no idea. I thought Ned and Stacey might have been a spin-out from Wings or it might have been a spin-out from something that was a spin-out from Could Wings. Could have been. I don't know. But either way, I just because it wasn't what I wanted to watch and it was always on yeah. in that time when you didn't want to watch it. Yeah, fair cool. And it was just one of those shows. It's like, why Wings? Why always this one? And it was just like... Because yeah. I imagine it was very, very cheap. Yeah, and they had it. And they had it, yeah. 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 All right, well, thank you for that. I think yeah. we got to know you now. Yeah. So let's. we are going on to our chosen TV show we're going this time for Christmas specials. Now, you did say Forge and Fire, do they have a Christmas special? We watched it and we opened it. It wasn't very to. Christmassy, right? Like, well, they, oh. it was exactly the same show. Yeah. They wore a Santa hat. Now, Doug, my Carter. Doug, Doug had a sorry, black Santa hat. Not my Carter. Doug, yeah, Doug wore a Santa hat. Yeah. But, yeah, they had to make their knives. Oh, this knives at the start from... Yeah. Christmas gifts. They got given Christmas gifts, and it was all yeah. But it was like one of them was just like large chunks of steel. Yeah, the it other was case, random. It was like, they got random yeah, gifts they yeah, picked from under a tree, yeah, and they had to make a knife yeah, based yeah, on the, yeah. the steel they were given. And in the second episode, it was just like a crappy sled. So they got spring steel, right? So it wasn't very yeah. Christmassy, and they didn't have to make any kind of Christmas related. No, I mean, you could you could have tried. Like you could have made them made a meat cleaver. So. Yeah, but in the I mean, the, in the end, one of them there were there are two episodes because <laughs> that's what they do. But um. They had to make George Washington's sword or something that yep. he wore on Christmas yep. Day in some battles. So I was like, okay, they, they yeah. tied it in yeah. very loosely with Christmas. And the other one was a standard issue British cavalry saver, yeah, Circa Crimea War, Crimean War, which is oh, not no. very Christmassy at all. Why? Well, <laughs> no, I mean you could have you could have made them made a bayonet from First World War for the Christmas Day truce. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you could they could have thought this bit through, right? But but you know, I was hoping but, for a candy yeah. cane, you know, handle or something like that. That's you could have done, yeah, yeah. But I think basically, look, forty episodes per season. Yeah, currently, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they had much energy to think of anything new, frankly. So. Yeah, so so we opted not to go with that. 
yeah, and even so, though we just did. So, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so what we did go with was the porridge. British comedy porridge, porridge. Right, which yeah. you are a big fan of. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Other so, times, yeah, non-Christmas related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, porridge is like, it's a really important part of my childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I was a kid growing up in Kelmscott and in Western Australia, in southern, southern suburbs of Perth, which, you know, back at the time where all, where all the English immigrants went, you know, they were sort of Little England down in Armidale, Kelmscott, Thornley, Gosnells. My parent, we only watched ABC mm-hmm. up until I got my own television as a teenager, and then all I watched was the wrestling. Um, you know, I think there is that thing where you know if your parents make you watch quality television as a child, then you you you, you drop as far down the barrel yes. as you can What's possibly the opposite get. Opposite of this, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. But but so porridge was one of those things that was always on, right? And it's, this mm-hmm. is you know Ronnie Barker. Richard Beckinsale, who's Kate Beckinsale's dad. Yep, which I did not know. Yep, died young. <laughs> and and essentially, and, a, and then a relatively minor cast around them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are other characters and, and set in a prison, yeah. You know, Ronnie Barker is a habitual criminal, gets banged up for five years for, you know, B&E. Um, you know, he's a London kind of minor criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Richard Beckinsale's kind of Lenny Godbers from Birmingham. Um, you know, he gets banged up on his, I think, his second B and E um, for a couple of years, and the two of them are cellmates, and that's that's pretty much the, the dynamic. Of the whole show, yeah. yeah. And then you have you know a whole series of um, screws, know, screws, other inmates, yeah, yeah, other inmates. But but essentially, the dynamic is those two: the you know the old sort of hack criminal and the and the young guy who probably shouldn't have fucked up that badly in the first place. Yeah, mm. yeah. So. Yeah, watching this because we've done a few Christmas um, British shows. Yep. We've done a lot of shows over these twelve days of Christmas specials that we've done, and the English ones definitely feel like theatre productions or two-handers. Yeah, like the scripts are written in this way and the patter between the two, and this is definitely that. I mean, yep. it's from what nineteen seventy-four to seventy-nine. I was surprised because we did seventy-four to seventy-seven or seventy-eight, I think. Yeah, and it's yep. twenty-something episodes total. Like yeah. it's like yeah. You know, um, yeah. yeah. What's Foldy Towers and all those sort of things yeah, that are iconic, yeah. yet there's not much of it, to be yeah, honest. And yeah. Yeah, so I remember this being on telly quite a bit. Surprised to hear only 20 episodes, yeah. so they just repeated them a lot. Yeah. But, um, and Ronnie Barker's just someone who I grew up with. Like, yeah. you actually were talking about maybe doing the Ronnie Bar- um, the two Ronnies yeah. specials yeah. and things like that. And yeah. I know Ronnie Barker from Porridge, from the two Ronnies, from Open All Hours. And he just always was round. Yeah. And yeah. looking at this, looking how old he was, because yeah. I'm always shocked looking back now. And everyone just looked older than they were, and he was younger than I am now. Yep. He was in his 40s, late yep. 40s. And it's like, yeah. oh, wow. He, yeah. I mean, he, he's not looking super old. He was still quite sprightly and everything, but Ronnie Barker was always old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and absolutely, and, and if you think of the the two Ronnies, and I did watch some 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 episodes of the two Ronnies from that era, but he was he was he looked in his late 50s in yeah. that. I mean, I think that was his kind of, you know, that was where they kind of, you know, wanted him to look in there. Mm. But he looked like he was in his late 50s. I, I would have assumed that's how old he was, and I would have assumed 50s. Yep. In even porridge. In porridge. But, you know, it, it wasn't until you said, you know, he's younger than us. It's like, oh, that's not great. No. I mean, the other thing about Barker is that, you know, irrespective of the, the I guess, of the era, you know, and, and, and porridge is like almost all of those things very much, a product of its era. I mean, that you know, the, the the script. You know, there are racist jokes in there. There are homophobic yeah. jokes, and there's a, there's Barker's ability to play a range of characters across mm. that are just all him, but not the same him. No, yeah. yeah. I see him as a comedian. Yeah, because I probably the two Ronnies is what I saw the most. Yeah, and he's played so many characters in those roles, the yeah. sketches. But no, he's 
he comes across as someone who no, you look like you're someone who's been to screw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. that you're convincing yeah. in that, yeah. and then you see him as yeah. a greengrocer. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're but, a really good actor, actually. Yeah, but even the difference in the, the introductory sort of um, introduction, which is the judge handing down his sentence, mm. you know, is him, but you don't. Recogn- you don't just, until, that, until until you know it, you yeah. go, "Oh, that's his voice," but he puts on the really kind of plummy yep. aristocratic accent, and then is playing a real kind of Londoner. Mm. Um, two seconds later, you don't really put the two together until you kind of kind of realise it. Yeah. Now, in doing this and watching yeah. it, what we found unfortunately was a bit of a lump of coal for Christmas this year. That they actually remade it about ten years ago. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and and that I'm going to say more than anything else highlighted what a good actor he was because yeah. <laughs> because the, the we're only got ten minutes in. But like I like I don't know why would you why would you remake mm. Porridge right and why would you more importantly why would you remake Porridge what they appear to have done and we didn't get very far into it to be no. fair it only lasted one season which suggests that not a lot of other people <laughs> did either. Um, but you know they seem to have have the same character, yeah. The same, in fact, the same two types of characters, and the same supporting cast in a more modern era. And like, why would you put somebody up against Ronnie Barker, yeah, and and Richard Beckinsale? Why would you? Why would you allow somebody who, you know, saw the, the saw the original show? as a child and loved it or, or just even recognise an important part of their childhood and put them up against, you know, that and go, it's never going to come off well. I mean, I'm sure there is a, a way that you could do... A new version. A new version. But they did. But they have. Like Oz. You yes. know, all of those things have been done. I mean, those, you know, Orange is a New Black. I mean, mm-hmm. it's essentially porridge. You know, Without the jokes. <laughs> with a, obviously in a very different kind of context. But, the, mm. but there are things to say about the prison environment. There always have been. There have mm. been... In Australia, prisoner, yeah, prisoner. Cage or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep, yep. Wentworth in a modern era. I mean, there are things to say about the prison environment. There are things to say as a kind of prison environment kind of comedy. Mm. But doing the same thing you did in the seventies, uh, it just it's just it weird. Just, it felt yeah. the same, and it didn't feel yeah. like a modern yeah. comedy. It no. felt like yeah, and it was the same kind of patter. It was the same kind of thing, mm. but done by somebody who. Not as good. It was not as good, yeah. And, and that was what you walked away with. It's the same stuff. It's just not good, yeah. 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 So yeah. so there were actually two Christmas episodes. Yep. And we found them yep. on, I think, Daily Motion or yeah. YouTube or yep. one of those. So they're, yep. they're easily available if you want to go see them. Yeah. And it's just quite funny. I mean, it's it's got that Hogan's Heroes-ness where you got the screw, yep. the, the inmates almost running the place. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, that, the thing I loved about those two episodes is that they, I think, were written to show that um, in in prison there really is no Christmas. It is one day. I mean, and you know, Fletch mm-hmm. says um, at at one point, you know, same day, you know, same as every other day, and and that's pretty much it is. I mean, the first episode, the main theme within the episode is that one of the other inmates is breaking out because you know. He's digging a tunnel. He's digging yep. a tunnel um, because you know the 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 guy that the the boss the the prisoner person who actually runs the you know yep. Grouty the, the the big East End villain has promised his mummy he'll be home for Christmas, um, and so they're going to break him out Christmas Eve. Yeah. So they're caroling to hide the noise. So of the they're tunnel. caroling to hide the noise. And that's pretty much the only real nod to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, well, he's trying to 
he's trying to get in the infirmary for a day. That's yes, his yes. Christmas day. Yeah, that's true. Yes, it's yes, sort of yes. like, I want to go yeah. in there. I've got a gammy knee. Yeah. So they end yeah. up sending him out to hospital yeah. to get checked. Just yeah. Because, like, the girls, you know, called bullshit on him. And it's like, no, yeah. no, no, we're going to get it checked out. See if you get, do have a gummy knee. Yeah. And um, that's and, when he has to help out. He needs a passport. So yep. the nurse there hands him, like, it's all nurse, connected. Yeah. It's all well yeah. connected. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so and he comes back and he doesn't get his day in his infirmary what he wants. And the and the doctor in the infirmary's got a pudding for anyone in the infirmary, yep. but he makes a deal, you yep. know, he's got a, a rule, no one comes to the infirmary for Christmas, so it's his pudding and all yep. this sort of stuff. Yep. So it all plays out. Yep. And then I mean the tunneling gets screwed over, they find it out and they figure out that oh no, they're gonna ruin Christmas for everyone. Yep. Because if they find the tunnel, yeah, we're stuffed. Yep. You know, they've cancelled Christmas. What if they find it? Like and and he stuffed up anyway. The guy tunneling was yeah. an idiot. Went yeah. the wrong way. So I was yeah. like, oh, "We're screwed. He's not going to get out. We're going to lose out on this." It's like, what if they find it though? Then they'll know. They'll be happy. We'll get it all back. Yep. So and and, and and under cover of the the, the screws congratulating each other, yes. you can smuggle him out in the laundry van or yeah, some of them. do something else. Yeah. Everyone wins. Yeah. So he does all yeah. that in the end, and he's trying to get the warden to find. Yep. Find the tunnel and it's not working. It should be here. You can fall through and he ends up falling through himself, finishes it up, breaks his leg, ends up in the infirmary and gets the pudding. Yeah. So it's like a Christmas miracle. And I think the the thing about that is that it it is kind of it is kind of Christmas focused, but it could be any other Oh, it could have been any yeah. yeah. And there's no real sentiment to it, right? I mean it's one of the things I like about the like about porridge is it's not particularly sentimental as a show like mm. it, it which means that when it is it's quite effective yeah? yeah which it which it kind of is in in the second christmas episode yeah so yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that one so yeah it's it's much less christmasy yeah. as far as it could have been another episode again yeah but the, what they're trying to say is pretty heavy because yeah. it's starts off quite funny that there's what do they call them a trustee a trustee no well in fact the start of it is that the the only the, the first real christmas element of course is that is that godbrew and fletcher have brewed a batch of prison hooch <laughs> yep which they're distributing as you know well selling into the christmas market effectively yeah mm-hmm. um they are then you know found out because you know um they get caught with the stuff and they're sent to the um the warden's office to get you know punished yep. or you know to you know to be charged with that particular offense and uh, um, taken hostage mm. um, by um, there's a replacement um, for the trustee would normally do it, and the guy who has has made himself a gun in the workshop and takes them all hostage, yeah. except of course for the governor of the prison, not the warden, the governor <laughs> oh, who, was, <laughs> who, who was who was who was eating the Christmas dinner dinner prepared by Lenny Godber and has a case of the runs and rushes out at the entirely the wrong moment. So the the trustee who um, has the gun, takes two prison officers hostage, and Lenny and Fletch happen to go along for the ride. Yep. Yeah. And, and from there, it's a pretty classic um, hostage kind of... Yeah, it's uh, like a, it's almost a dr- dramatical episode yeah. with, with, you know, very Ronnie Barker jokes. Yeah. It's like, here's bang, yeah. rapid-fire jokes in amongst this very serious situation. Yeah. He's got a gun on people. He's obviously distressed, and they actually deal with that because they go and look at his files because they're in the warden's office, and they find that he's been recommended yeah, for, for psychiatric you know, help, yeah. essentially. And, and refused it's been a couple times by the doctor, yeah. And yeah. it's sort of like, oh, this is serious, serious stuff. And, um, yeah, so in the end, they Fletch being Fletch, uh, yep. he talks, talks his down. way around yeah. Yeah. and gets the benefit, best situation. Best yeah. scenario for everybody, essentially. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wins yeah. in, in yeah. a terrible situation. Yeah. But again, not particularly not particularly Christmassy, not particularly sentimental. 
and and one of the more serious episodes I think they did. But um, but yeah, it is it is kind of you know Christmas is almost incidental, mm. which I kind of like about them as Christmas episodes because. They're not kind of non-Christmas episodes. We're going, we're going to have a Christmas episode. Let's chuck a Christmas tree in yeah. there. But they're not kind of, you know, there's no message of Christmas in there. No. Yeah. It's like Christmas is a particular time of year and things still happen. Yeah. You know, and in a prison, you know. Well, I mean, there's a great speech that he does in that first episode where it's, like, it's no different to any other day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they might gussy up something to make it look like it, but they're not rewarding us for Christmas. Yeah. There's no yeah. there's no issue. Yeah. We, yeah. we are prisoners. Yeah. Well, but but back to back, because in the first one, and back to back they're quite good, because in the first one there are jokes about, you know, which, which is Lenny's first Christmas in there. Do we mm. get anything special to eat? Well, you might get blah, blah, blah. Well, in the second episode, the second Christmas episode, it's Lenny, Lenny has a job in the kitchen, mm. cooks the Christmas meal, which makes everybody, you know, sick, yeah, yep. sick yes. <laughs> except, except the, of course, at the end of the uh, second episode, um, um, uh, the uh, prison officer comes into uh, comes into the cell, um, or comes into the um, hospital. Um, yep. Gives uh, Fletcher a bottle of whiskey, or gives gives him a present of some form, um, and asks where Lenny Godber is. And he said, "Well, he, he wanted to prove it wasn't his food um, that made the uh, the governor sick." Um, and the, the prison <laughs> and he officer had five years puddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he had he five. Goes, where is he now? He's in the toilet. He's yeah. only got five, four more trips to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, yeah, there, there are. You know, particularly in the first of the two, there are kind of, you know, certainly, you know, homophobic jokes. I mean, there, you know, the, the, and throughout the entire series, there are jokes about, you know, mm-hmm. prison fairies and poofters and, yep. you know, and then there is more than a little bit of racism in there from time to time, although more Andy Scott's jokes than probably anything else. Largely without malice, yeah, which is one of the things that sort of I can still sort of reconcile about the show, that the humour is not directed at minority groups mm. you know they are a product of the time i mean you can't excuse that but you know they are you know kind of what they are but but the but the show as a whole i think what i like about it is, is that it's largely without malice yeah yep it is you know you know look yeah we shouldn't have you know probably shouldn't have broken into people's houses and stole their stuff but look now we're all in prison it's us against them and you know we have to be good be good to each other yeah Hmm, which is very Christmassy, I which suppose. is quite kind of Christmassy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was searching for that at the end. Thanks, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that was great. So I, I haven't seen this for years. Yeah, and I actually bought your book on. Yeah, you did. Bought me a book of scripts. Yeah, 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 the scripts. Yeah, for different reasons. Yeah. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but the script, but like they, they are all the porridge books are really tightly written. Yeah, I mean, there's one of the episodes I think first season, which he's the entire sort of half hour episode is just. Fletcher and Godber in the cell talking. That's it. There's no other action. There's no other. It is just mm-hmm. a long conversation, which is sort of vanishingly rare in any era of sitcoms, but particularly in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely brung back fond memories for me. Yeah. Like just seeing Ronnie Barker for one. Because yeah. I used to love the Dave Allen show, the two Ronnies. Like there was just that staple of English comedy yeah. that yeah. I grew up with. And I do remember Porridge not, not as fondly yeah. as others, but there was like. Mind your language, speaking of racism, you know, yeah. <laughs> love thy neighbour, yeah. all those shows, I, you know, yeah. um, bless his house. It was yep. just this this period, it yeah. was just constant yeah. British comedy, and it, it it does feel warm in the same way to bring it back to Christmas. Yeah. It just feels that nostalgia yeah. thing yeah. where it's comfortable, yeah. and you go, yeah. oh, this feels yeah. right. It's, it's just- the way, like a like a lot of books that I that I read over and over again that are you know probably not perfect. I mean, for me, porridge is one of it, it's like an old blanket. Mm-hmm. You pull up over yourself when you're a bit tired, when you're a bit sick, when you're a bit over the world. It's just a, it's just that warm blanket you suggle underneath and mm-hmm. go. This takes me back to a place 
where I yeah, yeah where I feel like I'm feel like a kid again or feel like you know it just takes me back to a comfortable place yeah, yeah? but you know it, however many times I've watched the things you know there are some sections of them that I reckon I can probably do by memory right um, but they're just a comfortable old blanket you pull up tuck underneath your thing and fall asleep in front of yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah. Right. Like Christmas at its best. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, this has been great. And, um, yeah, I hope you have a great Christmas. Thank you. No worries. <laughs>